This week on Show Me Your News, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has leaked online, and we have a spoiler-free discussion about it. Whether or not we're expecting any WTF characters as DLC in the Mail Time segment, and Pac-Land rounds out the 24th week of Smash Blog updates. Masahiro Sakurai, I implore you to... Show me your news! Greetings, Smash fans, and welcome back to Show Me Your News Ultimate, your weekly weekend podcasting source recapping the biggest news in anticipation of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. My name is Peter Spasia, but you may remember me as Yoko. Joining me this week, it's Miles Allen, but you may know him as Super. I'm here. You are here. It's gonna be a week. It's also Tony Mattingly, but you may know him as Tony TH. I wanted to be lazy on the intro, but Super literally just said I'm here. So. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> See, like, I decided to go for something lazy. Still, everyone is here themed. Oh, yeah, no, no. Every bit of data is here, apparently. Jesus. Joining us as our guest this week, it's Matt Zawadniak. You may know him as Grimace the Menace. Whoa, that's me. That is you. That's right. It's him. I'm not the first person to be on Show Me Your News Ultimate as a guest for two episodes. That's right. You are a returning guest uh, on SMYN Ultimate. This is episode 10 Echo. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That won't get confusing. <laughs> but you have a new role this time around, which makes it uh, very interesting. Had to have you back on this week. You are now part of Nintendo World Report. Yes. Congratulations. Yeah, that was like in the process of starting up uh, the last time I was on. Like I was about to have my uh, interview with the site director to you know, sort of join on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was immediately after the show. It went pretty well, I, I guess. I guess <laughs> so. Well, that's it's pretty awesome that... Uh, You now have that gig. You've been ingrained in there for a little while. And it's important that you join us this week because, uh, as you may have heard at the top with the intro here for the show, this is the episode where the game has leaked. Uh, But don't worry, we will try our best to have a spoiler-free discussion. Sort of. Yeah, within reason. Uh, You know, if you want full media blackout at this point i mean shut down the internet i don't know why you're listening to this at this point <laughs> yeah no yeah. this is probably not the show for that we, w- we won't be doing anything that deals with i say flavor right I, I mean nothing of substance so i mean no world of light stuff no like the intro cinematic stuff I and mean, we'll we'll touch on like it's out there but that's about the gist of it so we have nothing that would appeal to guy fieri so. <laughs> there you go I've got some experience dancing around embargoes now, so there you go. So <laughs> this motherfucker, I was drinking that Grinch Kool Aid. He's like, Tony, you're wrong. You're gonna be sad. He was right. <laughs> <laughs> so just very important to kind of clear that up. But yeah, so Matt, I mean, Nintendo World Report. What has that been like, and uh, what is your experience so far with it? So I'm I'm still kind of like the bottom rung at the totem pole because I'm still the newest guy on site. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to think that I'm doing a good job of sort of um, finding my place there. I just put up a video uh, about uh, at the New York City event uh, that was a couple weeks ago uh, that the embargo just dropped for. I made a video about all of the new music tracks that we found in our footage. Uh, mm-hmm. The video has like over 40,000 views, uh, which is terrifying. <laughs> yes. 
I don't really know how I'm supposed to follow that up. Uh, I can give you guys a, a, a little exclusive on what I'm working on next as far as like original content goes. We have a series of videos on NWR TV, our YouTube channel, called Better Know Your Developer. Uh, we've got like three videos in it over the course of like five years. Uh, but I'm going to be doing the next one on Masahiro Sakurai. Nice. And we are hoping to have that one out by the time that the game launches so is, you, is it gonna be called sakurai never lies <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna stick more to the to the facts of you know how he got to be where he is today where he started and all that but that's gonna be probably my next big thing otherwise i've just been doing a, a couple game reviews here and there i don't get any of the big stuff because like i said i'm still the new guy on site but mm -hmm. I've gotten some some cool experiences out of it. Uh, a couple games that I ne I wouldn't have even tried that are you know I'm really into. Uh, and always nice. Some yeah. games that would have been big releases if they weren't like, three year old games getting ported to Switch. <laughs> but whatever. While uh, Red Dead is like fucking still like on everything's heels. Yeah, no. Ever everyone else is talking about Red Dead, and over here I'm like, hey, you want to hear about the Switch port of Civilization Six? <laughs> No. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. No, but I saw your video, which was on my YouTube recommended list. Um, so I saw it unprompted on my recommended list, hit it, and I'm like, wait, I know this voice. <laughs> and I'm like, look over, and I'm trying to I'm scroll through. I'm like, oh, God, he's actually been saying this for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, I mean, to have you uh, featured on like their 31 minute discussion overall, I mean, just kudos. I mean, NWR did a really good job with coverage on Monday from the embargo and all that. Thank you. Uh, but it was just, yeah, really neat to hear you. And I mean, for Neil and to refer you, it was like, oh, you, you're kind of the, the big Smash Brothers guy. <laughs> it's like, so it, was, it was cool to hear and, you know, good to have you on that team. Yeah, I uh, actually knew about the. Uh, New York City event from the moment that uh, it got internally announced. Mm -hmm. So that was, I think, two weeks before the direct happened. So we didn't we didn't know any of the information in the direct until the direct finally happened. But like I was kind of using that to like make my own predictions as to when the the direct would be. Mm -hmm. So I was like saying, you know, I'm pretty sure it's it's not going to be this week, but I couldn't say why. Right, right. So <laughs> it's 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 this, it's been this frustrating back and forth of like to you know to some extent what can I say, what can't I say? Someone asked me about uh I can't say too much about that because we're avoiding spoilers, what? but someone did ask me one specific thing about like, you know, did we find this in the New York City demo and like what I said, all I could say because of what was still under embargo was no, we did not find this. Some people tried to, mm -hmm. which makes it seem that the you know, the thing's not in the game. And then I can't tell you, but I have seen the still embargoed credits that say this is probably in. Right. So right. I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, now, now because of all these leaks, that's all out there. There's <laughs> nothing left to hide. Well, and that's got to mm -hmm. be frustrating too. I mean, you guys did all this work, and you know, holding to embargoes, and you know, I mean, some people, I'm sure, like went out on Twitter and said, like, oh, who needs a place to stay during New York and and things like that. So kind of made that evident. But I mean, you guys did all this work, and at least it was you know out there for a good few days. But then. Uh, it was it was Black Friday when it all went down. So let's get right to uh, the top Smash stories for the week. Uh, yes, as we said at the top of the show, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is out there in the wild. Uh, it kind of started when we were getting soundtrack rips on Black Friday. Uh, this is coming off of Monday's embargo date lift. Uh, there was a Mexican retailer that broke the street date. 
uh, and you guys, you can't control it when things like that happen. Uh, but eventually it's made its way to full versions that people can put on their Nintendo Switch if they've hacked with Homebrew and things like that. So has it been confirmed that somebody just broke street data? Like I've heard rumors of like Pete stole it. Uh, so I'm going to say that I do not believe the story that it was a retailer that broke street date. Interesting. I have no proof. I have no evidence, but just, I personally do not believe that this was a retailer street date. I think that this was something more nefarious, either if it's a review copy that someone uploaded, or if it was uh, something stolen from the supply chain somewhere along the line. But it, it doesn't make sense to me that a retailer would have had the game two and a half weeks before release. Yeah, that is surprisingly mm-hmm. early for a retail outlet to have the game. But yeah, if you're talking supply chain, or you're, you're right, a, a review copy would maybe make a little more sense. Granted, you know, for the the few review copies that Nintendo sends out, which is also a point of contention. <clears throat> which is exactly because of things like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may notice uh, a, a year ago when uh, the remake of Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga came out, a review copy got uploaded to the Pirate Bay. Mm-hmm. So you'll notice that since then, a lot of big Nintendo games have not really been getting many day one reviews from smaller outlets. Ba- basically, anyone that isn't like GameSpot or IGN or Kotaku. Or Gerard. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> they can just go over to his house. <laughs> yeah. Like train. That's been our biggest point of fr- frustration with, with these leaks. It's like, you know, if the information's out there, whatever. That's that's just how information is. But, like, this is going to seriously make things more difficult in the future working with Nintendo because now they have every reason to be hesitant. Right. This is their biggest game. Yeah. Like, undeniably. Yeah. And, yeah, that's it fucking sucks. Also, if he just, like, bought it, I mean, just fucking keep your head down, you know? Because he didn't do anything wrong if you just bought it. Someone, I, I've done that. I've bought games like went to Walmart, and I think I got a Ratchet game that somebody put out, and I'm like, that. That's not. That's not on me. But I'm not gonna go fucking stream it or anything, you know? Yeah. GameStop yeah. sold me a Wii U game before the Wii U was out. Sweet. <laughs> I almost got away with some Amiibos that were not supposed to be out um, from Best Buy, but then the manager stopped me on my way out the door. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Which is <laughs> odd because most of the time, like. The computer doesn't allow it, the object to be sold. Yeah. In most cases, at least. Well, the temp workers are just like, well, it's not scanning. Let me just scan it under Mario. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest thing that this all comes down to, and it's like why Nintendo uh, is like so, like I've seen people argue, you know, these, you know, this information, it's, it's getting people excited. It's, it's getting smashed to be part of the conversation. But every early copy is a potential upload to the Pirate Bay, which yeah. is exactly what happened. So it's, yep. it's, really not a good situation ultimately it is pretty much the worst case scenario yeah especially since you know most of us know somebody who has it on their modded switches at this point yeah it sucks for like someone like me that like paid for the like 80 90 dollar fight pass and everything and it's like people are enjoying it and i can't like that sucks super pointed out about the competitive scene Oh, God, I fucking hate that point, too, because, like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, now there's going to be, like, actual competitive people, like, even the top-tier competitive people who are, like, it doesn't make sense for them not to go and try and get their hands on this pirated version, because if they don't, they're going to be two weeks behind, and those first tournaments do color the rest. Mm. Just look at Zero. (laughs) 
he went and just got won the first tournaments and then the money from those tournaments help him go to other tournaments and so he just stayed ahead of the pack the entire time it's a mess all around and knowing the stuff that's in the game early like i've searched out every bit of information that there is and i still am that's the nature of information once it's out there you can't and probably shouldn't try to stop it but Mm -hmm. actually having the game out there is is such a different matter it's fucked up it's it's like fucked up for fans it's fucked up for everybody it's fucked up for the team that's yes, worth their yes. ass off. And, and I'm usually not that fucking guy. Like when uh, fucking AM2R got banned, I'm like, man, fuck Nintendo. But like, this isn't that. They worked their asses off for four or years. Other game. Yeah, <laughs> for four years on this fucking game with all this love and attention and Sakurai killed himself. And then it's, that just sucks that it gets rolled out like this because somebody stole it and just just rolling it out this way. It's, it's not cool. I really feel like the best reaction to this whole thing is that one gif of sakurai with like leans forward and closes his eyes really hard mm. and leans back and opens him and goes oh and you're like oh sakurai you're in so much pain now it is a really unfortunate uh, situation all around and you guys have kind of hit the nail on the head as far as why this is really unfortunate but you know, at the same time i mean when we're hosting this podcast i mean i don't know how diligent i mean matt you said you know how diligent you are with trying to keep up to date on spoilers like i'm the same way I need to keep track on on what's going on out there. I think it would be pointless for me to kind of, you know, black this out in a way. It's yeah, the news. No, we, have to sh- we have to show it. No, I would yeah. not even say anyone should be, like, uh, obviously, if you want to avoid spoilers, you know, avoid spoilers by all means. But you have no moral imperative to avoid this information. In- mm-hmm. Information is free. You can't You can't stop it and shouldn't try to stop it. I'm more concerned of like the physical game being out there and the consequences of that. Yeah. 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 Because like I have said for a long time, like I look forward to the day that the soundtrack is out there and that happened on Friday. No one's really mad about that. There's some people that are like, Oh, I want to hear it for the first time in the game. Most people are like, nah, man, give me that good music. (laughs) Some people are also like, you know, it's really cool to get a $60 album, then a free fighting game on top of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's legit. Thousand songs. But like, it's it's the one thing that I was especially looking forward to. And yeah, you're right. the The consequences of having the physical game or digital, what have you, Uh, and that's the weird thing too. It's like for all the, you know, preloading three, four weeks early before the game went gold on physical cartridges. uh, Like that wasn't what bit it, even though it very well could have been, uh, because it's such a weird thing to preload a game that far in advance, uh, especially for Nintendo. Uh, but it's yeah, it's this uh, the pirating nonsense. And even yeah. then, you know, Nintendo does the 6.2 update on Switch. And it's like it's specifically to quell pirating on Nintendo Switch. And then within days, it's broken. And then this is what comes in through the floodgates. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, as far as those who tried to play the game with the preloaded version that's on there right now, um, I recall that only like one person was able to get into a training match. Otherwise, mm. it breaks. Right. Mm. I'm pretty sure that there is like the way that the preload works is that the majority of the game is on the, your switch right now, but there's just enough of like the basic code missing that it just won't run. Yeah. Or at least that's, that's how I would do it. Like one of the first lines of code that tells the engine to start just as right. there. So for the most part that is there, like, like I said, only one person got into a training mode match with Pikachu. <laughs> Hmm. everyone else just froze whenever they tried to load a game 
It was Let's Go Pikachu on accident. They didn't know. <laughs> they never played Smash. Let's Go Pikachu, you can load up training mode early. That's weird. <laughs> so let's quickly run through the aspects now that you know the full data of the game is out there. Let's kind of run through the different things that we've learned overall. Uh, some aspects to just touch on again. No spoilers here. But of course, uh, end game details for World of Light are out there. The cutscenes are out there. The bosses are also out there. Of course, because you can boot up the game, people have seen the intro cinematic. Uh, I will say it's unfortunately not the Banner Comes Alive trailer. That is not part of it. Hot take, fortunately, it isn't. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It's, I mean, it's okay. Didn't you say that some of the music for World of Light spoils the bosses? It does. It does. Yes. Okay, so if you do hunt for the tra- soundtrack, just click by series because i've been wary of that myself keep that in mind for sure yes that is a very good point to bring up sadly there seems to be no co-op i think that's something that nintendo reps talked about uh at the new york event i'm not 100 certain on that but yeah there is no sign of Mm co-op yeah roll into this with a 98 percent chance of no co-op yeah well we'll talk about this a little later but that doesn't mean there will never be co-op that is true that is true also, because people were able to break down all the different text elements of the game's files, we know certain things like the milestones that pop up, uh, the, the challenges, the different classic mode titles, the boxing ring titles, all the spirits, uh, all these things also there. We won't say much more, but that's also out there. Can we say the number of spirits? I think that's fair. It's more than 1,000. It's less than 3,000. <laughs> Isn't it like 1297 or something like 1297. that? 1297. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What a weird number. It's, it's a lot. There are probably going to be more spirits added in future updates. Oh, so it's not course. worth targeting a specific number. Yeah. I wanted to mention, too, that like whenever... I, I don't know what this means because I haven't looked, but whenever I see like the list of milestones, it's like massive spoilers. or just spoilers. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Uh, I, I don't more, look. There's some, more, yeah. there's some more of the light stuff in there. I see. Yeah. But yeah. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was funny. I'm like, oh, no, the milestones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whenever I see that word, I think I'm doing my own album. The milestones. (laughs) (laughs) So the full soundtrack is also, of course, out there. A whole lot of songs. I mean, 1,033 files in that big rip. So there are fanfares. There are multiple parts to songs. Siva, Siva, Siva. He got Woodman. (laughs) Woodman's remix is there. (laughs) So uh, I don't know. Any favorite tracks without you know just overall spoiling too much or just your overall impressions of the soundtrack i haven't been able to go through too many too quickly however uh i'm gonna have to go with the uh majority here crocodile cacophony Cacophony. Mm -hmm. that one is pretty good i don't call it a remix i call it remaster because i don't really think it goes off on its own like a remix would Mm -hmm. this just sounds like they've tightened up the instruments and if DKC2 came out today, this is what would be playing in like the Tropical it's, Freeze version. It's a new arrangement. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's actually Nintendo a better way to play it. Nintendo plays fast and loose with the word remix. Yeah. Right. I'm with uh, Super on that one. That one's fucking great. And um, I really like the full version of that Mega Man 4 mix that Jun Sonoy did. Yeah. It's really fucking good. I haven't mm-hmm. delved into it as much either. I need to I just like, balance it. I was, I was very happy to see that there was at least a little just a little of paper mario love (laughs) 
I've done only one pass. I've heard every new song, but I only did one pass through it. So I don't like I haven't taken the time to really think about, oh, which ones do I like the best? But as far as like the one that I wasn't expecting at all and was most excited to know exists is a new remix of the Melee How to Play theme. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I ran into those and I'm like, oh, my God. There's a tournament theme in there, too. That was just amazing. Isn't there a remix of the fucking like minigame song from 64? Uh, those originals are there. Yeah. Well, that made me very happy because I haven't heard that little ditty in like fucking since I was 10 or something, probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, a clean version of the Melee opening, too. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing yeah. where it's like you're surprised to hear that we've never gotten that before. But right. like, yeah, we've never gotten that before. Never had a clean version of the Melee opening track. And now that we have it, I'm like, wow, I I wouldn't call it a cringe, although I did physically cringe when I didn't hear like Fox's lasers firing or anything like that. Yeah, or like the, yeah. Like, I was just <laughs> like, I was like, wait, where, where'd it go? Where it's like trying to find like your favorite movie and then like listen to the score to the film uh, separate from the movie. Like on the like on official soundtrack, yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, and like you're gonna hear the movie in between it, and it's gonna be weird, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's the exact same feeling. In that regard, especially with Melee's soundtrack, it's really f- interesting how those stick out because they had a full orchestra for that fucking game. It's still crazy to me to think about Melee soundtrack yeah. sometimes. Yeah, you just hear how it's recorded differently. It's kind of compressed a little differently. Yeah, some songs are just quick fanfares. A lot of, uh, of course, victory themes, and I wanted to bring up because this was just funny to me. A lot of them are shorter because the the poses are like not as long. Mm, yeah, yeah. And it syncs up with like their all their poses. And with ice climbers, they like cut out like because their Ooh, yeah. their victory theme is like pretty long in melee, and like they cut out like four seconds of it. Mm-hmm. And I was on a YouTube ch- uh, channel and I was just reading the comments, and someone's like, "Welcome back, ice climbers!" What the fuck? Like they just got yeah. romantic <laughs> in the middle of their sentence. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that is that is cut off. That uh, is a the Zelda victory theme was also shortened. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't notice that. It was also weird because I was going through, I'm like, wait, there's a theme for Pichu? There's a theme for Incineroar? And I listened to them like, they're basically the same. Oh, right. They're, they're all the same. Yeah, all Pokemon fanfare. Yep. <laughs> it's just, yeah, the pose is syncing up, and I didn't consider that until you guys said it. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's why. I think it's also really good to finally hear the full versions of some of these excerpts that we've had on the music section of the blog. Uh, I mean, to hear the full version of F-Zero Remix, of mm-hmm. uh, Guile's theme, Bomb Rush Blush, like it's it's really good to hear all of that. Uh, to really dive into the Castlevania songs, to get yeah. the full version of Divine Bloodlines, uh, Richter's theme, is just fantastic. Hey, Snake Eater's yeah. a good one. Some of these songs like were kind of underwhelming on the Smash blog, and then when you hear the full version, it's like, oh, they cut out the yeah. best part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I will say that the biggest, wow, this sucks, is definitely the fact that there's no new music for Sonic. Mm. There's music from, like, Forces, but it's just the original cut from Forces. Right, right. But there's not, like, a new remix just for Smash. Well, it's not just Sonic Forces that has a new song. Uh, But, yeah, you are 100% correct. There are no new Smash original remixes. At least they picked like good songs and they don't have just fucking two <laughs> so it's not the so, other one. so that was like the second or third time i've even heard fist bump mm-hmm. and i gotta say that singer just sounds like whenever aaron tries to sing a sonic song on game grumps <laughs> like i'm listening to him like god this sounds just like aaron as if he cared 
It's fucking Hoobastank, yeah, dude. See, I was gonna say, like, if you grew up with two thousands rock, like it's it's it is the lead singer from Hoobastank, and there's no Hoobastanks and Smash Brothers, you guys. There's no fucking separating <laughs> it, guys. I just, I'm not I mean, completely confident to this day. I have heard a full version of uh, Fist Bump. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make it either. So that game is bad. As far as uh, just some of the, I guess it's kind of breaking down into more of like the file details of the soundtrack. Uh, it kind of goes into DLC speculation a little bit, which is, I think, why it's worth diving into. Uh, the Monster Hunter songs, which there are like two of them, have their own separate distinction. Uh, the way that the songs are labeled and broken up by franchise Monster Hunter songs are distinct in their own way. They're not lumped into the other category. Like they're not Famicom lu- and stuff. Right. They're not lumped into retro uh, category. Like they have their own sort of notation distinction. And so it, it's making people wonder like, oh, is this because maybe Monster Hunter as a character was possibly going to be a character but then could it be pushed to dlc did they decide oh no rathlos is probably a better representation uh it's it's making people wonder it's just an interesting point of contention in the notation of the soundtrack perhaps the monster Uh, hunter was prime ribs all along i I have a dumb question was there a case for that in brawl before there was a villager but there was an animal crossing stage I mean, Animal Crossing had its own section and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. So I spent a semester as a computer science student before everything fell apart and I switched majors completely. But mm. just just in that brief time, I got the impression that it's not wise to read into file structures like this. Mm-hmm. The only thing that matters when you're looking at the code and the file structure is what is easiest to program. And since Monster Hunter has its own boss arena and is on that token... I can't really say this without spoiling to some extent, but it's the only series that has a boss and not a character Mm. um, that could easily be a part of why it's there instead of being in the other section. There's so many reasons that when you're sitting down to write this code, you would want it to be in there with the fighters instead of being mixed in with the other musics. And it, it could literally just be at one point, someone was working on World of Light and said, yo, it would be easier for me if you put these songs in this folder can you do that Mm -hmm. i i do not think it is wise to read into file structures like that dvd smith does say that smashville did have its own logo and music before villager so that i wouldn't read into that as well that that there's even precedent so yeah just something to note that you know people were oh no yeah talking about (laughs) it uh you know for the last couple of days here same amount of songs as final fantasy all right (laughs) Let's just end that on a sour note. There you go. The character unlocking methods have uh, it's been discussed a little bit in all the you know, sort of breakdown talk on Reddit and places like that. Um, there seems to be a lot of random generation or, uh, you know, maybe it's every, you know, so many matches. Again, it should be a quick process overall, but uh, there's nothing really in the code there that says this is how it specifically works. So that's still in progress. That's strange. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I wanted music and I wanted to know that because I want to have a party that weekend and I want to unlock fucking 70 characters and I need to know what to do. It looks like a lot of different things just unlocks. Yeah. Play a couple matches. Here's a character. Play class. Here's a character. Mm-hmm. Play here. Well, they, they, there's 70 of them so it, but there better be a lot of ways to unlock them yeah right. i would imagine world of light does it too i mean we don't know oh, but... yeah. one of the more interesting notes like one of the at the very beginning world of light and there's a fork in the road where you choose between 
three different fighters. And I don't know if um, unlocking a fighter like Sheik will unlock Sheik in the main game because it didn't drop out, but I'd imagine that that would be the case. I would think so, yeah. Uh, Cyberlane420 points out in our Discord chat over at showmeyournews.com slash Discord that there are some people hinting that multiple playable characters in one match may speed up the process, uh, like unlocking Mewtwo in Melee. So that is also interesting. And also, we got to point out, because there was a rumor central at one point earlier in Show Me Your News Ultimate, that uh, it doesn't seem like Amiibo unlock the character, so... That sucks. I always felt like that was a weird thing if it did do that, because then that would just start up the conversation of like, oh, well, this is stuff that's convenience that's locked behind Amiibo. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like to some extent, like Nintendo can't win with Amiibo because people are always going to be upset about it. But yeah, I am not surprised that they chose not to go that route. I still am because I mean, like convenience behind Amiibo, that seems like this would be the perfect place because like, I really want Ganondorf, okay? Put Ganondorf down, I get him. Or I could play for an hour, unlock seven different characters, and there might be a pretty good chance, a one in ten chance, that one of them's going to be Ganondorf. Mm. I mean, it was a, a Best Buy online store description at, at the end of the day that started it all, but just wanted to kind of put some closure on, on that one. Uh, we also know generally the status of the Snake Codex. And in a way, also on that note, the Palutena's guidance as well. Mm. I'm going to say we don't totally know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Codex. Last thing I read on the Snake Codex is that they're found in the files. That's about it. And I saw a couple reports that like uh, some people were able to recreate them. But then again, like it's hard to say with, you know, the limited video that's out there and whatnot. That's actually you know, yeah. still up. So hard to say. I've heard a lot of like it's just the Brawl characters, too, mm-hmm. which the more I've given this a lot of thought because we all wanted it. And David Hayter has been real cagey about like, he's recording something he's really excited about, but so is that whole fucking crew, like the metal gear guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think something's in the works for metal gear. I don't know what. Well, a big part of it is also that, uh, Campbell's Japanese voice yeah. uh, passed away several mm-hmm. years ago. There's that. I think another big reason is Kojima has left and yeah. no one's written for those characters. Like since he's left, I don't know if he wrote the original ones. I always assumed him and soccer. I, I might have collaborated, but I remember hearing that Kojima did write the original ones, but I don't have a source on that. That might be just like a respect thing. The way he I might have, he might have ghost wrote the new ones if there are new ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, we already know that Kojima and Sakurai are like good friends. They buds. Konami so, would be real mad after mm. like all this shit. That's why you call it ghostwriting. He wrote it, but Sakurai takes the credit. So if he wrote for Simon, would he be ghostwriting the whip? <laughs> Sorry. I don't to. get that. <laughs> Ghostride the whip, I got it. Thank you, Tony. Uh, <laughs> but, but do he nay-nay? For what it's worth, you can, uh, in the leaked footage, now you can see that all six voice actors, so you know Japanese and English, everyone involved in the codex are in the credits at the least. Mm-hmm. I've heard reports that they're in the code, but no one can get them to trigger. I know people at the New York event were specifically trying to get them to work, and no one managed to see one. DVD Smith points out no seventh Japanese voice actor would suggest no new kernel, which I think is a good point. Um, every voice actor in the game is listed in one big block. They're, they're not attached to like their characters or anything. Are they all like next to each other? 
No, they are not. Like the Metal Gear ones aren't? Okay, yeah. I have no idea what order they're in. Like, I, I looked yeah. at it for, like, ten minutes trying to figure out, like, how are these groups? They're not alphabetical, they're not by series, they're not by character, they're just kind of in there randomly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're by how much Sakurai personally likes them. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> the, the Sakurai ranking. So Sakurai is at the top because he's needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, there you go. Uh, I like myself the best. See, when I, when I get to modding my own Day-to-day's voice is the first thing going to be changed because I got to get that there Kirby. <laughs> Kirby. Yeah, absolutely. There are new Palutena's guidances, though. Uh, whether they recast actors or the performances are a little less than stellar. Uh, <laughs> okay, I have, I have a conspiracy theory on this. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you for a fact that the footage we have of Palutena's guidance was gotten at a preview event that happened simultaneously to the New York event, but it was not the New York event. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tell you that for a fact, 100%. That same event in World of Light, the opening cutscene that we've, we've, you can see it in, uh, I think it was IGN's first 10 minutes of World of Light, I think it was. You can watch this cutscene, and there is an, an opening narration that is subtitled, but mm-hmm. there is no opening narration. The pacing of like the subtitles feels like there's supposed to be voice acting there. So I'm going to say that the, the build that this Palestinian's guidance footage is from is not final. And placeholder. it might be placeholder. Yeah. Because mm. Palutena's voice actor, we know it is the same voice actor as smash four, but personally, I don't think it sounds like her. Mm. Oh, I it's, do. It's I, greedy that gets me like, Ugh. Veridi is absolutely a different voice actor, but just yeah, no, that one's awful too. Something about Palutena just does it feels off to me. My conspiracy theory is that this this is placeholder. Very interesting. I heard you on the side of the camp that's like, "There's new stuff coming." Usually, you're the one who goes, "No, you're wrong. Everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Everything does suck. The world is terrible, but this one thing might not be. The world is not light." There are uh, certain quirks about the game overall and its functionality, certain modes like Squad Strike. It is like that PM, though, and that's a good thing. It's got three different modes. Yeah, so like this whole time, everyone's been like, okay, does it work like this? Does it work like this? Or does it work like this? Because we've heard so much conflicting <laughs> stuff. And yes. it turns out the answer is it works like all of them. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, you have three different modes. So, like, one is they drop in after they die. The next one is the surviving character goes on to fight the next character. And then the next mode is that they are all set up basically like a squad, because it's called Squad Strike. But, like, if your Mario is versus Link, then the match ends, and you move on to the next set of characters, which could be Luigi versus Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't matter who wins, the winner doesn't stay. That's based on the, what they do, like the judo or kendo. That's the comparison they made it to that one direct, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes it really interesting if you want to try and do a forced best of three. Hmm. Yeah. There's a new rule that appears. It says the like, first two, so many matches wins. Yes. And that's something really interesting. It's not super like useful for tournaments because like, yeah, first to so many wins is the winner. But I'm like, okay, but how? <laughs> it could still be like a cool side event. I don't know what that rule does to change what's going on. Like, do we go back to the character select screen, but it locks the number of fighters? Can you change stages? Yeah, can we change stages? What does this mean? So I'm super interested in finding out all of how these 
rules work because I'm just kind of like that person who gets interested about rules. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. <laughs> but I really, really, really love all these like little bits that like show that like they want this to be more competitive. And I'm really into it. But you're seeing that in the mechanics too. Yes, because the mechanics have changed that like they have specifically made it so shield stun is lower from aerial attacks than grounded attacks, which stands to reason because they've locked off a great number of frames from each and every aerial move. So Marth's forward air is ludicrously quick. He lands on the ground and he gets up attacking quickly, but that doesn't leave the opponent who's shielding at a disadvantage because the forward air no longer puts them in shield stun as much. So it's mm-hmm. going to be a very interesting push and pull from how Smash 4 worked to how like Brawl worked, whereas you just drop shield and just go to town on them. And Smash 4, whereas Brawl, you're just stuck. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to this. I see a lot of negative reactions to this, but I'm like, no, this means the game is going to be that much faster. Absolutely. I was thinking about the whole thing. Um, this was like one of the first things they told us, but the fact that during one-on-ones that your damage goes up faster, the more I've thought about that, I'm like, that's such a good fucking idea. Because there's like a whole middle part of each stock of like, this is supposed to be a free-for-all game with fucking bombs everywhere. It, it feels like the stocks take a lot longer than they should. Yeah. And I no. just thought, I was just thinking that was a really good idea. And we knew about that a year ago. And I, yeah. you know, I was just thinking about it. One of the other changes is that like, we, we've known that characters can't run through other characters. We've seen that. But they've also confirmed that heavier characters will push against the lighter characters even stronger. So like, if Bowser is running against Pichu, don't expect Pichu to make much of a difference to where Bowser wants to go. Right. I haven't tested this. I haven't seen any footage to test this. I don't know if you can run through characters in free-for-all matches. Yeah, I think it depends on, like, because I haven't really tested, like, if team attack makes a difference and all that. I think that's, yeah, still yet to be tested. Yeah, because since most of us don't have the game. (laughs) (laughs) So I think overall, this is just the kind of the gist of what has been sort of collected uh, from the fact that the game's been out there for you know, a little more than 48 hours now as of this recording. Uh, again, no big spoilers there. And again, if I'm sorry, if you considered some of this spoilers, uh, then you know maybe you should have gone on that whole media internet blackout. I'm sorry. Like, I find mechanics not to be spoilers. Mm-hmm. There's only yeah. so much we can get by exclusively talking about the blog updates. <laughs> yes. It's, it's the news that we have to show you. Uh, but overall, as a gist, uh, kind of wrapping it up, I mean, yeah, Matt, you touched on how this is a big deal for the effects going forward, especially for different press outlets, uh, how Nintendo interacts with them, the, the scale of the press outlet, uh, with YouTube personalities. And then we're also seeing it with those who do get their hands on this with different YouTube channels posting songs from the soundtrack or people doing Twitch streaming. And like, there's no sympathy for that, for any you know consequence that comes down on them. Honestly, I, I think. I'm sad that you didn't go for the obvious meme. You'll get no sympathy from me. Oh man. <laughs> Hands off my bread. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of feel for the people that didn't like just put the music up on YouTube that kind of got a little fucked up. I don't um, think I don't I believe that that happened. I, I don't yeah, think no. anyone got really fucked up, but I'm gonna I don't even think they got even a little fucked up. Yeah. We're say openly there's there's one YouTuber that is like talking about uh, like oh Nintendo Nintendo got me. I I got 21 copyright strikes. 
I do not believe him. Just straight yeah. up. You don't get advance notice that your channel's getting taken down in one week. As someone yeah. who has had their channel taken down? Yeah, absolutely. That's just more of a oopsie, though. <laughs> That's not a big deal. Everyone else, yeah, don't stream the goddamn. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, but like, yeah, it's it's a big overall just talking point of what happened with uh with the leak as a whole. Uh, but then let's quickly touch on what did happen and what was going to be kind of the big news story of the week was the Monday embargo. Uh, as you mentioned, Matt, it was you know, an event in New York kind of around the direct time, and it was kept especially quiet. Uh, different mm-hmm. outlets were allowed to show a limited amount of footage. You know, there there were specific things that we could and could not show. Some of them made sense. Some of them didn't. <laughs> as they often do with most embargoes. As, as far as like Nintendo restrictions go, I always think of the time when Brawl was coming out and they had, the, I think it was like the E4 tournament or some other tournament where the consoles kept going to the NES unlock screen and they kept scrambling to turn the Wii off <laughs> so you wouldn't unlock NES and play him because he was supposedly a secret character. Oh, and for Brawl too, like they wasn't there at a time, like they weren't allowed to talk about Sonic and Snake being in the game at all, like in reviews. Yeah. If you look at reviews of Brawl, very few of them mentioned Sonic or Snake. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is certainly uh, very unusual. But there were certain elements that were noticed uh, in a sort of public press reveal aspect there, uh, starting with the fact that classic mode, different characters have different final bosses to go with the theming. So one that there were certain characters, as I understood it, that were allowed to be played and, you know, themes like Wolf, uh, you know, played the different uh, characters that have been cut so far or Duck Hunt plays different animals. So Duck Hunt's final boss is then Rathalos, uh, whereas Mario's goes through a sort of Mushroom Kingdom sort of theme and then he faces uh, Bowser and then Giga Bowser. And I love, by the way, uh, Wolf's theme is characters that didn't make the cut for Smash 4, and his <laughs> final boss is a subspace emissary boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. The gallium that we've seen in the uh, the World of Light teaser in that one direct. Mm-hmm. They put a lot of thought into the classic mode, and even if I don't understand some of it, I'm sure there was thought put into it, way more than usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. It's, I mean, it's All of it's great. I, I read Bowser's campaign, like, classic mode. I don't get it. I haven't seen that one. It's I don't get it. <laughs> Hopefully I get it when I get to play the game. But let me tell you right now, is Bowser a bull now? Does he fight Bowser? Once you see it, you'll understand what I'm talking about. But man, I don't understand it. All right. I love Bowser Juniors though. There's a new race to the finish mode and it's uh Talk about a mode I didn't see coming back. Yeah, and it's the same for everyone like it's has a feeling of like trophy rush in a way with different obstacles and explosions that you got to beat and you collect little gold sort of bits along the way as like an impending wall of doom is is coming your way it's 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 a thing but like i think it could have been a little better i can't wait to play it with like sonic fox and captain falcon because those would be the three that would be most fun to run through it oh yeah I'm going to get real good at it doing it 70 times. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I've definitely seen a lot of people do really well with it, but then I saw like some wolf player and like really kind of struggled with it. So, Well, they might be the same guy who had difficulty jumping in Cuphead. So. <laughs> no. Oh, poor Dean Takahashi. But yeah, Matt, your, uh, your music feature uh, definitely shows yeah. some of the new songs. I mean, to see Lights, Camera, Action 
Studiopolis Act One from Sonic Mania in there. Shout out to T Lopes, his song getting into Smash Brothers. That was the biggest part of the video for many people, and I was terrified going in because all I had for that was was the word of one of the guys that actually went to the event. We don't have the song in any of our footage, so I didn't <laughs> have it in my original draft of the video. And then Jared comes up to me like, "Oh, we also saw this uh, the Sonic Mania song. You can put that in." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." So I, I put it in, not really thinking too much about it. And then I see everyone freaking out about it. I'm like, oh, Jared better be right about this. <laughs> yeah. And thankfully he was. Absolutely was in the end. It was really, really cool to see when the, the soundtrack came out there. Uh, but then, yeah, with it, it's, you know, Snaky Chanty or songs like that. It's, it's, it's good stuff, like good feature there. There's the Smashboards thread um, that's like been chronicling all of the music so far. And I kind of use that thread as a guide because of our, our time restrictions on what we could and couldn't show, we had about 10 seconds left over that I could use for something. And there were three songs that uh, weren't in our footage that got chosen for like showcasing, you know, Spirits Board and Classic Mode and World of Light and all that. So I kind of like, I had to look at the ones that were still left over and like decide which one was worth getting that last 10 seconds, uh, which is why the clip of Snakey Shanty that we have is so quick in that video. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I looked on that Smashboards thread, and that was the only one that there was no evidence of. So I wanted to make sure the, that was that was an exclusive. That was I'm the first person on the internet that uh, had proof of Snakey Shanty and Smash Ultimate. Absolutely. <laughs> and then a uh, new overview trailer video from Nintendo uh, was released, featuring Xander Mobus as the announcer and all of his one-liners and puns and quips. They were just on point uh but there was a clip there where we see Sheik and ganondorf and it's like that's not a stage we've seen that's a new boss arena and so we definitely had some speculation over on our discord now since then it's become pretty clear what the boss is there but again that's spoilers uh just wanted to point that out there if you're looking for oh there's a new boss arena that's in official footage that's out there just uh Go in there and speculate away if you haven't had that spoiled for you. Uh, DG Smith is also saying in the chat, uh, there's three new Japanese commercials focused on Animal Crossing, Street Fighter, and Splatoon. And if you haven't seen it, they're adorable. Like, I, I love them. Yeah. They start out and, like, yeah. they're obviously in-engine Smash footage. Like, the things that are happening, you'd recognize them as looking like the gameplay of these games. And then suddenly Mario shows up and just kills one of the characters. Yeah, with a charged Smash attack, it's so good. Definitely check those out for sure. Uh, we have a couple of uh, more just like DLC future speculation stories out there. Uh, apparently a couple months ago, there was a disgruntled NOA tester, a Nintendo of America tester that was posting on Reddit. And he said a couple interesting things, you know, just shortly after the direct with Isabel and that reveal. Uh, he said, quote, after Isabel, the only characters are Ken and Incineroar. So not much interesting there. Single player mode is neat. Spirits are kind of like stickers. Stage selection, last I was there, is still a shit show with no sorting. Right. Uh, Couple modes are day one patch. And there is a DLC character, pretty playable. Won't spoil those for now. Uh, Later in an edit, he said that he drops this, like, has the Mario Paint fly swatter been shown as an assist trophy? Uh, And sure enough, it hadn't, but it eventually was. So uh, this will leave us wondering, then, of course, you know, the DLC character is pretty playable. Piranha Plant. 
he did actually go on to say uh, a little bit later that he did reveal that it was the piranha plant. Mm-hmm. He did reveal that it had a couple of graphical bugs. Ah. And he only said they assumed about DLC, but he did outright call out his side B. And he did call out the fact that Incineroar's purple skin looks like Big the Cat, which is true. It is absolutely true. So it does uh, leave the question, what modes do we think could possibly be coming in a date one patch? Which would not be as part of this uh, leaked you know, data footage. Maybe Snake Codec? (laughs) (laughs) That's a new mode, just Snake Codec. Yeah, just just a theater sort of uh, there. Now, I wonder if uh, we're getting to break the targets for every character. Would that be a possibility? There's no stadium whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a pretty big omission. Mm -hmm. And I'd I'd say probably something from that. Maybe Stage Builder also missing in action. Maybe, maybe. Damn, there's no home run contest, really? Nope. Man, it's like a weird it's a weird mode for Smash. It's really strange that yeah. that's a thing. There's a lot of music that it's it's not new music. It's from the previous games, but it's like where's the home run music going to play? Where's the stage builder music going to play? Coin launcher. <laughs> I don't take anything as confirmed fact until the, it's been right multiple times. Mm-hmm. But this one is looking pretty good. Yeah. If I was to put like a number on this, I'd put 85%. percent mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I would say it's not necessarily going to be a day one patch, but I personally believe that this info is real. There is going to be free modes added post-launch. Yeah. Why? There's already so much to do. (laughs) So much to do, so much to see. (laughs) I got to save all the spooks. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) There's also DLC rumor and talk because uh, good old pal Vergaben, who has been very much right uh, most of the time uh, leading up in all of this hype cycle. Uh, one of his earliest claims was that there is Minecraft representation or content somewhere in this game. And as the, uh, the game leaked and all the data was kind of rifted through, no Minecraft at that point. So Vergaben had a few quotes uh, to discuss this. Just thought it was worth mentioning and uh, see what we think about it. He says, Minecraft is in Smash, but represented with a boss. I am curious if Minecraft representation about being a fighter or AT was an intentional misdirect now. But there you have it. Keep in mind that it does not automatically mean Steve will not be DLC. It was speculated by one of my main sources that all the speculation and talk of a fighter and stuff could have been a misdirect this whole time, but we will see. I am awaiting a response from them to see if they could possibly shed some light on this since it is very confusing right now how a boss could be implemented that was not already data mined. I am not sure what all this means, but I was told earlier that exact quote that I shared from my most accurate of all sources. I'm as confused and curious as you are what the implications of that mean. He also still maintains that the Squarector, the Square Enix character, is the first DLC character to roll out. Um, I I think it's foolish for people to go out there and say, well, now this means Vergaben was a fraud all along. Uh, I think Uh if anything, it's just, you know, he got maybe bad information from one of his sources. I mean, do you think it's a, a bad info drop? Or, I mean, does this, you know, actually possibly help Steve's DLC chances? It is obviously just possible that Vergaben had some bad info at some point. So nothing that he says is like ironclad fact. But if you think that he's just like a troll at this point that's making shit up, then you're a fool <laughs> with how much he got right. Yeah. But if he's wrong, that means Grinch theory could still be real. 
I wonder if that'd be a case of like we get banjo, but they give us a Minecraft level because that would be like a more iconic locale. But banjo would probably be like a better fit as a character <laughs> than Steve. It's a, it's, that would be weird. it's banjo and a Minecraft representation of Spiral Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I don't know. It's like the PlayStation All-Stars sort of a mashup of yeah, uh, you know. stages. Yeah. Nuts and bolts. It's close enough to Minecraft. <laughs> they sold about the uh, same amount, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, between between that and then like some of the copyrights that have been found in the data, like uh, that is one of the biggest uh, sort of talking points as far as DLC goes. I think it's a lot of people are really expecting there to be some sort of Microsoft representative uh, as part of the DLC. But like you could argue points, you know, for and against. I mean, is it going to be Banjo? Is it going to be you know Steve from Minecraft? Like it, is it going to be one or the other? You could yeah you know, make the case. I believe that Squareacter thing being first, mm-hmm. like it's right, uh, and, that, and that's so interesting with all the limitations that were on, you know, all the Final Fantasy stuff. And if they were saying like, okay, it sounds like it was you know hell to put cloud back in the game and there was some real tense negotiation as a miracle that he's he's in this game because i mean everyone is here but cloud would not have the same ring to it i saw a tweet that you know maybe square enix has just been working with disney so long that they think negotiations are always supposed to be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean for all the the past you know five plus years whatever right uh That's pretty good but you know for for all that being said it's very likely that it's like if you let us have a DLC character and we can get a bigger percent of the the profit cut and all that i mean that could be an understandable trade that they could make i wonder if it's really like just the music like is that like nubuo has the rights or some shit mm-hmm. does he make money from the albums i don't know cuz like i've i've heard speculation that the music is the problem like that they don't totally own the rights to the music Cause like if it was Gino, I don't see why that would be like as big a problem. They put him in Superstar Saga. Like people are talking about like Square Enix being like super stingy with Gino, and it's like why? What are they doing with him lately? Right. Yeah. And also like I mean Yoko Shimomura is like doing music in this game, so I don't think she. <laughs> you can't use my music. Like yeah, she's been doing Mario and Luigi RPGs like since they started. I mean, she did the amazing Cass's theme. And on this soundtrack, it's so good. And she did some Street Fighter stuff. Yeah, yeah. I do think it's more complicated than it's just you know this person is working on the game, so they. I'm sure. Like, there's also like this person has full rights to this music and would want royalties. Yeah, the music in Final Fantasy is probably a lot more messy than we realize. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. I know we make fun of the two tracks, but his victory track is actually like the victory track from seven and it even does like the the part after the little fanfare where it's like that's really cool i forgot about that yeah the the track on the soundtrack runs for almost like a minute so like it's it's intended if you want to hang on that for a little while well that's a lot of stories to get through but it's all really important and now we burn through what used to be the crux of the smash brothers news this week but it's becoming less and less important it is the smash blog updates We'll start on November 18th. Uh, That is the Sunday. Today's fighter number 56, Robin. A fighter that wields the Leaven Sword and four different tomes. Like in the original game, these weapons can only be used a certain number of times, so keep a close eye on the battle situation. 
Both the male and female versions of Robin are available, so you can choose your favorite. Okay, so in the original game here, meaning Fire Emblem Awakening, uh, it could also have meant Smash 4, but, you What know. on earth happened to the translation quality on these blogs? Like, back in the day for the dojo, we had Bill Trennan, Nate Bieldorf, all them personally working on them, and, like, we get some proper Nintendo translations. And then there's this guy over here translating what is probably a specific Japanese phrase with no direct English counterpart as the original game. Mm-hmm. And like leaving it open to interpretation. Uh, it's been a couple circumstances like that where it's like, what exactly? Do- oh, okay. I guess it would make most sense if you meant it like this. I don't like book Marth, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's really nothing much to say here. It would seem that Jigglypuff's crouching animation makes her sleep. Yeah, I noticed that. I didn't know what was going on with that. It was it was like Pichu did that in Melee. Oh, yeah? That's their yeah. crouch animation? Yeah, Pichu's crouch animation beats Pichu sleeping. There's a little sleeping bubbles that come out. Hmm. Maybe there's a blossom just off screen. <laughs> but then they'd be like <laughs> flashing purple, wouldn't they? She, she just went away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Other interesting things is that Elwyn seems to go more at all. Before they used to send like pretty much just straight down. Mm. Here they go off at uh, I wouldn't say forty-five degree angles, but pretty darn close. Yeah, that up B is nice. Yeah, it's a really solid up B. I'm really looking forward to uh, trying Robin out again. Hope she's better this time around. She does seem to act a lot faster out of her neutral B, which is a huge buff. Mm-hmm. So I remember it going a lot slower than what this is. So I'm overall kind of excited for Robin. The screenshots, yeah, nothing too interesting. I, I like all the detail on the model. Like, that's just really impressive with that first, so like, here I am sort of shot. And yeah, the weird taunt in the video with like spinning the, the sword there. <laughs> uh, what was there? Also the thing that you could have the Levin sort of like the thunder sort of like out for the Nair this time. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, that's that's a decent buff, too. Yeah, so, like, that's a thing as well. There's some way you could activate that, but, like, that can be done this time around. That's cool. Yeah. On Monday, November 19th, today's item, Guile Assist Trophy. Appearing from the Street Fighter series, (laughs) he crouches down and waits patiently, dot, 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 then delivers a flash kick to anybody who approaches. Don't get too close. What the? <laughs> what? Who wrote this? And then his the image of his attack is the fucking Sonic boom. Yeah, on Pikachu and on Pikachu and not Sonic. Which get the fuck out of here with yeah. that? <laughs> what the fuck is going on with that little sign where he won't move? Isn't that someone's move? That's like Isabelle's. Isabelle's up there, up smash. Sorry. And you know what I thought that was? And I'm very tired. I thought. Do you remember those little fat guys that blocked away in Yoshi's story? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like one of them and i'm like are they assist trophies <laughs> i think this is like one of my favorite uh moments uh sakurai understanding the fandom that this character comes from mm-hmm. i can't remember if you guys talked about this in the past but like this assist trophy is representative of the way that people who are not good at street fighter play guile and street fighter mm-hmm. which is like a huge meme with his character and i just i love that i think it's adorable and it it helps show how much sakurai cares about the characters that he has the opportunity to work on Yes. But that's exactly how my guy will play. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've never played Street Fighter. I can't play charged characters worth shit, so yeah. I like Blanca and my fiance kicked the shit out of me with Chun Li last time and she never played it. <laughs> <laughs> and Blanca's like the cheap guy. Right. 
Yeah, good theme for Guile. Uh, that's a weird description on the blog, but you know, go, go figure on this one. Why is it not Sonic? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, yeah. We go to November 20th uh, for the music update. Today's music. You can now listen to King Bowser. Enjoy this arrangement by the original composer, Koji Kondo, as you reminisce about your past battles with Bowser. Let's take a listen to that excerpt. song from mario 3 <laughs> so yeah it is interesting to hear these now with the context of you know the full soundtrack and all that also it's good yeah. i don't have anything bad to say about it it's fine it's good yeah it's there i don't know i found the instrumentation a little hollow myself i know it's it's pretty accurate to the the original game there's more to it which is nice because that, that fucking fight is like a little cakewalk mm-hmm. you just grab pounds three times and you win yeah and if and, you're so uh, hard, he can't hit you yeah, you can go down with them, though. You got to watch out for that. I know I asked this when Gimpy was on, but uh, do you guys associate it more with Mario 3 or Mario RPG when you're fighting on the chandeliers? Mario 3. Oh, yeah. man. I've never played Mario RPG, so... Oh, man, it's such a good game. Well, don't worry. Once uh, when, when Gino's DLC, we'll play it for Smash Pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I, I can't play that game ever, just in case Gino is uh, announced for Smash. <laughs> No, you should play it. It's really good. But uh, yeah, it's it's Bowser. I'm glad that the Galaxy fights are in the soundtrack because those fucking Bowser fight songs are great. Yeah. This one's nice. Koji Kondo probably was like wanting to do more with this little song he did like 25 years ago or whatever. So that, that's cool. There's been worse songs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm glad he got to work on it. Uh, that's for sure. Also on the 20th, today's fighter number 17, Zelda. You might recognize Zelda's look from The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds game. What? Okay, honestly, <laughs> what is going on this week with the English? There is none. From The Legend of Zelda, Link Between Worlds. I know they didn't want to do The the Legend of Zelda. Okay, whatever. What if you looked on the box of that game and it just said game in like no location <laughs> G and everything? Just, just really, really hidden there. <laughs> you might recognize Zelda's look from... The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds game. Game? In battle, she uses magical moves to reflect and teleport. And for her final smash, she seals her opponents away in the Triforce of Wisdom. If an opponent has 100% damage or more, they will be instantly KO'd. Uh, so interesting thing to note with this one, and it continues the trend of... It's really kind of only the English and American sort of translations that refer to Zelda as a Link Between Worlds. Uh, sort of representation because in Japanese it's constantly referring to Link to the Past. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the actual design is like it borrows from both, I think. Yeah. But yeah. the Japanese it consistently refers to it as Link to the Past, not Link Between Worlds. Which yeah, Link <laughs> Between Worlds is Link to the Past too there. So we talked about this a million years ago, but I really like that they changed Canon and Zelda and Link. Oh because yes, they, they, yes. they've been Twilight Princess for so long and i like twilight princess but you know right you have, 
have a million games and a million different incarnations of these characters. Why not? From that now, I mean, you have you know, Young Link is representing Majora. Toon Link represents Wind Waker. Yeah, it's, it's like all across the different sort of games there. No Skyward yeah, Sword, yeah. though. I was going to say, speaking of Skyward Sword, you hear the rumor that, uh, or that reports that Eiji Aonuma at this uh, Nintendo event, uh, there was like a concert for Zelda, and he was talking about, he's teasing Skyward Sword on Nintendo Switch as like an HD yeah, that's, remake. That's crazy. Zero buys. Like how does that play on handheld mode? Probably doesn't. I mean yeah. maybe. It doesn't like play it. well on the Wii. <laughs> well at least there would be no uh sensor bar bullshit to kind of get that's around true. there. <laughs> so and I just I just wanted to kind of point that out there while we were talking about like the different Zelda eras and whatnot. But yeah uh, Zelda, I mean I think this was the the first big surprise to come out of the Everyone Is Here trailer. Outside of Everyone Is Here. Yeah, I, well, no, the first one we saw was that, like, oh, Zelda's got a new look. <laughs> it's like, that was the first big thing. There was a lot of little moments. It's like, yay, Ice Climbers, yay, Pokemon Trainer. Oh, look at Ganondorf, yeah. And then it was Snake, and then it was like, oh, fuck. And then everyone still <laughs> forgets about Wolf at the end. Right. It was a pretty good trailer. <laughs> Wolf at the end isn't really that big a deal because by then they had reinforced everyone is here. So yeah. like by the time Wolf pops up, there's no question in your mind, Wolf is here. Yeah, but like it, the you go through so many emotions, at least for me, I was like, oh, yeah, Wolf. Like I forgot about Wolf. <laughs> right. The only thing I really have to say about this update is she has two different alternate colors in her pictures. And unfortunately, I don't know why I'm a stickler on this one, but when she's in her Hilda costume, her earrings are still Triforces, but not wow. the, the upside-down Triforces. That's because it's not a Hilda costume. It doesn't look anything like her. It's based on her, and you know it. It really isn't. It shares nothing in common with Hilda. It's guys, 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 just put them sideways then. <laughs> <laughs> I think this design's really cute. And the big point I want to lay out there is like of all the final smashes to change, like she uses those arrows a lot. That's kind of weird. Like, and then not that that's a great final smash even, but she uses light arrows. She does that a lot. I, I mean, for Ocarina and for Twilight Princess, sure. But in this design, not necessarily. I don't, I'm not familiar with that game, I guess. Yeah. I'm, I'm so used to her shooting light arrows. Remember fucking Wind Waker? You gotta ah, fucking yeah, well, use yeah. your shield on it, man. That fucking you stab him in the fucking face. <laughs> that whole fight's sick. The, the atmosphere, man. Yeah. Oh, this is pretty neat sometimes. <laughs> I have some interesting shots in her trailer. I mean, I guess I didn't play her enough in Smash 4 to see how long it takes to charge up the Phantom Spirit. The soldier there, it's a kind of a surprisingly long charge. I almost thought it was a little more instantaneous than that. And then the shot where she <laughs> breaks the building of the Great Plateau Tower down on Link. Like, okay. That's pretty fucked up. This Zelda's <laughs> a bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit. No, I mean, yeah, this is one of the best character redesigns in the whole game. Really glad to see that, I think. Let's go to Pac-Land. I, I mean, we go from one character we're happy about to one stage we are absolutely not. On Wednesday, November 21st, today's stage, Pac-Land. This is an auto-scrolling stage where the scene continuously changes. There are also a few hidden features from the original arcade version of Pac-Land, so try to find them. How about no? <laughs> I hate this because like the FD in fucking Battlefield stages like look like shit. Look at that first screenshot. It's fucking garbage. I'm sorry, Sakurai, but why? I didn't I have you looked at this update, and I don't intend to. You're good. 
high impact. Just walking through the office, and someone was still running like uh, Windows XP on one of the computers, and he opened up Paint and be like, "I can make a stage on this." <laughs> Packland is the only Omega stage I have turned off in random, and that's gonna it's gonna stay that way. It really sucks. Can you like Pac Maze is a neat stage, but it's pretty basic, you know. But I mean, it's it's iconic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But like the fucking FD and Battlefield versions of that could have been so fucking cool. Mm. Yeah, we'll never know. Not to make it a very brief update, but this is this is trash. And it's got four pictures. I, you know, it, it does. Yeah, isn't that funny? Out of all the the stages that we wanted, you know, updates with multiple pictures, we get Pac Land with four. Miss Pac Man's deconfirmed there. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's, she's right there, man. And the weird fairy. Every time, every time this stage has accidentally come up with like my friends and like casual <laughs> people they're like what the fuck is this <laughs> like every it's the time. worst it is it is just the worst let's go to the last update of the week uh, november 22nd today's item chef kawasaki assist trophy he grabs opponents using his long ladle and mixes them into a pot the unlucky opponent will continue to take damage as the chef cooks up health recovery items you can then use his food to recover your health just don't think about the recipe. Neat. I didn't realize until just now that this was the Thanksgiving update. <laughs> well, it was like uh, for the Zelda update, it was for the 20th anniversary of Ocarina of Time. Wow. So, that's really funny. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. I heard about that. That's neat. I'm sure it corresponded to, you know, a, a Smash Memories or whatever on the Japanese blog. You know, I'm just I'm assuming. The one thing I don't like about this update is that, like, text actually muddies the issue i'm just like he grabs opponents plural but then in the next sentence it says, uh, just says the unlucky opponent mm, yeah so, I'm yeah, like, so is it a so is it single target or multi-target i, don't, I know. don't know hard to say thanks english how many people is there are we cooking for super it's important <laughs> we don't want too much it's thanksgiving yeah i love that he waves before he leaves right <laughs> also that last picture is pretty good let's be real yeah. And again, it's it's the Kirby Cook Final Smash from Brawl repurposed. And yeah, I mean, got that last picture. Dog's hungry for some pie. <laughs> Give me that pie. It's cherry pie. I love how real food looks in Smash. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the food in uh, fucking Final Fantasy 15? Oh my gosh. I, come up with a new recipe. A new recipe. Yeah, but like legit, that food looked like real and, and delicious. It, it made me hungry. I heard a lot of people really like that Monster Hunter World food. Mm. Well, before we get hungry and want Thanksgiving leftovers, let's get to the mail time segment. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. You can ask us mail time questions over on our Discord channel over at showmeyournews.com slash Discord. Uh, we've got a channel there for you to ask questions there. You can also tweet at us at showmeyournews. This week's question comes from DVD Smith. Who is your favorite WTF character in Smash? And who would be your crazy out of the blue choice to be a part of DLC or the next game? Man, it's Game of Watch for me. He's my dude. Yeah. He's wacky and fun, and like he's a neat character. I mean, I really liked the Wii Fit Trainer. I guess, I guess Wii Fit Trainer would count, sure. I don't see how it wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know if you chose this question specifically because I'm here and I've been railing against the concept of WTF characters in the chat for days. It may have had a part of it, sure. 
I mean, well, what like character choice that you thought was pretty out there is your favorite then? It doesn't have to be like he just picks a weird character just to do it argument. We're not we're not doing that. That's fine. I understand what you're saying. I, I have a lot of trouble like looking at characters as being weird and out there because like a piranha plant is pretty much the only character that I, I don't look at as having been in the realm of possibility for my expectations. Maybe cloud would be the most out there. <laughs> sure. But that's cloud's not really what people think about for a WTF character. Did you think duck hunt dog and the duck were going to be a character? I, I didn't expect them, but I also didn't expect like Simon Belmont in the same way. Yeah, I, no I would not, I, I wouldn't have predicted them, but like, as like when you say duck hunt dog and, and the duck to me, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. That's a really big game in Nintendo's history. And we have retro characters every game. So in the zapper, and the zapper. I guess that's that's a weird part, I guess, but there we go. That feels that feels more moveset to me. An actual answer, probably the one that I felt was most out there at the time, would be Pokemon Trainer. Mm. Uh, mm. Pokemon Trainer is by a large margin the most unique character at at the time of being uh announced. And it was something unlike we anything we'd had in Smash up to that point. It's crazy. Like the, I remember when that character got announced, I was like, "You can do what?" Like that's, that's such a fucking cool idea. Yeah, it's even so much better uh, in this game with like the lack of stamina now. Uh, it's it's gonna be just so much better. Yeah, I was watching like a video. Um, I forget the name of the channel, but there's a channel that does like frame data analysis of every character based on like Jesus. gameplay demos we've seen in trailers and everything. Yeah. And Pokemon Trainer's looking really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. That switch in midair is going to be quite the thing. It's so fast that you can use it for recovery. Like you're playing, like you're playing as Ivysaur. Ivysaur's got a garbage recovery, so you switch to Charizard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be real interesting. Yeah, I think my favorite is Game and Watch. Uh, it's just I still like to play Game and Watch this day. I mean, the randomness of the side B. Uh, it's always a good time. Uh, just speculating going forward. I think you're right. I mean, now that we've hit Piranha Plant, I don't know if there's any character that can be that level of surprise you know tony man you know it's goku (laughs) (laughs) i mean but like that that'll be a surprise in a different way right i mean we've talked about goku it's it's a running joke at this point yes it would be a big deal if it ever happened but not in the sense that like oh gosh i never imagined that character or that character design what does he fight like yeah i know i know It's, it's gonna be john cena Oh man, he's only got four moves. That he's already pretty well. You can't see him at all either. So yeah. no, he's and like he's already got his own music. Oh man, I would. And like it just gets added that. to the the fucking boxing stage. He's just an he's just an echo of an. <laughs> what if that track was somehow like mixed into the OST for this game? It's like why is John Cena's theme in this? Can we talk about fucking good old little Pikachu in that Thanksgiving parade? <laughs> Did you guys see that? You mean Pokemon Let's Go Eevee or whatever it was? Was Eevee there too? No, it was just Al Roker and how he didn't get a good pronunciation guide. Yeah. And yeah, so he was talking about like the game that's you know out now. It's like Eevee or something. I, know. I mean, God bless him. And, and Super Cyan Blue. Yeah, you know. Uh, fucking Pikachu's holding a little snowman Pikachu in his little yeah, hands. Yeah. It's really good. Guess who's right the fuck behind Pikachu? Goku. Our man Goku. Yeah. They could have turned around and fought. 
It could have been a preview for Smash Brothers, and it wasn't meant to be. And the music starts playing. Da, 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 da. <laughs> the, 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 the word Goku is a text string in Ultimate. I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it sure is in the game. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of ads for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's wrap up real quick, guys. Run through what we're playing here. Uh, well, I've been playing that new Star Fox game. Weird that Ubisoft made it of all people, but hey. <laughs> Starlink, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got the digital deluxe version that comes, because I hate Toys to Life. Mm. Um, so I got the digital deluxe version that comes with just everything. Uh, it was on sale in the eShop for Black Friday. Um, so I'm having a good deal of fun with it. I heard um, it's fun. Yeah, no, it's real good. And uh, in a lot of ways, it's what people thought no man's sky was going to be at launch hmm. in a lot of ways <laughs> it is a thoroughly single player experience so like there's no like online things going on like with what no man's sky said it was going to have but it's like you're going around you can explore these planets there's like an economy system going on that that like you can mine uh electrum is what it's called which i haven't found a thing to spend on yet but maybe that's going to be interesting and the Star Fox characters are really directly integrated into the story. Like, even if you're not playing as them, they are active participants in the game's main plot. I wonder how different it is than if you're going to play on, like, a PS4 or Xbox One. If there's, like, they're not there. Just poof. In the pre-rendered cutscenes, they're, they're never too present. Like, they'll be at the beginning of a pre-rendered cutscene or at the end of a pre-rendered cutscene. <laughs> but whenever you're in engine and it's just like the voice acting of your team going back and forth, they're there. Like yeah. they are, they are in the conversations huh. and it's crazy that they're like, it goes so deep into the star Fox lore. Uh, at one point, uh, like you run into an alien uh, and they're like, Oh, where are you guys from? And one of the Starlink people is like, most of us are from earth. And then Fox is just like, my home planet is Papatoon. Papatoon was mentioned twice ever in the entire Star Fox franchise. Jeez. <laughs> and one of those times was in the original Nintendo Power comics. <laughs> like, they went deep for some of this stuff. Yeah, they must have real, real devout fans there for sure. I've also been playing uh, a lot of Soul Calibur 6. Hmm. Oh, I want to play that. The day that, that 2B got announced as the first DLC character, like I went out and bought the game immediately. Yep. And I've been having so much fun with the, the, the custom character creator. I've made like 27 characters already. And, and only three of them aren't Bowsette. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, have not made Bowsette. Uh, I think my proudest one is I made All for One from My Hero Academia, and that one turned out really mm. well. It's uh, it's over. I forget that guy's name, but it's the it's the one that like summons stuff to like throw at other people. And uh, I bought it primarily for the character creator, but I'm actually having a ton of fun playing the game too. Soulcalibur is a really fun fighting game that I don't think gets is. talked about a super like lot, but I think it's like. It's it's like up there for me is like fighting games. It's super yeah. fun. Yeah, like I was playing I was playing ranked online. I'm not, and before the podcast, like I'm not very good, but it's <laughs> like it's super fun. I think I'm gonna accidentally end up maining Ivy because I made a Samus over Ivy because you know Ooh, grapple mm, of course. Make, makes sense. And I made Samus in the power suit, but this game has like armor break. So like when you break off the armor, it's zero suit Samus. <laughs> nice. Uh, so I just want to show that off to everyone. So I ended up playing Ivy a ton online. I'm starting to actually learn how to play her. I haven't looked, but I heard somebody made Voldo look like fucking Magikarp, but like not <laughs> if he's standing upright, but when he's doing weird Voldo shit. Yeah, yeah. It's really incredible, the character creator. But also, I have seen so much fun. I have never had so much fun being bad at a fighting game. 
<laughs> oh no, it's great. I have seen other Voldo things. Other Voldo things that no one should see. <laughs> I made PD Piranha over Voldo. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> That's fun. Cervantes is my dude. Like Siegfried. But if I wanted to win, I'd always just play Mitsurugi because he's just really easy. Kirik, my boy. And besides that, I'm just, I'll never stop playing Rainbow Six Siege, mm. which we were almost going to bow to Chinese censorship. But <laughs> we, we decided at some point, perhaps that's a bad idea, and Ubisoft rolled that back. Good. I'm playing Hollow Knight still, finishing it up. As it turns out, I was just close enough to 100%ing the game that I decided just to 100% it before beating it. Oh, damn. I just kept going the wrong way. <laughs> it's pretty much the long and short of it. It's just like... I only, I picked up the last of the three guardians, I guess they're called maybe. I don't remember. Like really late in the game. And I'd already picked up a lot of late game stuff. I just finished assembling the King Soul. So I'm pretty much running towards the very end of the game uh, of the late game stuff. I already finished the Colosseum and I'm in the path of pain right now at the last gauntlet and I'm really annoyed cuz I already went through it once. And I was celebrating after getting through it that I wasn't prepared for the two enemies at the end, and they hit you for two health instead of one, like everything else in the game. So I died. Mm. And when you die, you go all the way to the very beginning, the very, very beginning. Jeez. Oh, and I'm like, well, it's called the Path of Pain for a reason. Is that the part I've heard? I've heard one part of the game described as basically playing Super Meat Boy. That's the White Palace, to be honest. The Path of Pain is like playing. I want to be the guy. Oh, jeez. That's the best way to put it. Tony, where are you at in Pokemon? I literally, just before we started the show, just beat Sabrina. Oh, so nice. Right there. I also had to double back. I was about to just go to Cinnabar, and I'm like, wait. <laughs> Give me a second to left. And it's really weird. They don't really trigger you to, like, like, you go there and Team Rocket's like, we took over to town. And then it's like, okay. And then you leave. And then I don't know when you're supposed to go back, but I was way overleveled. Yeah. Also, I had to go. Also, I had to go get a seal. Oh, there you go. I had to complete my team. Also, I was battling randos online. And y'all are dicks. Because <laughs> this happened a while ago. But I don't like Mega Evolution. I think it's really lame. Mm. I think it's like we're just having a good time. We're like whittling down. Like we both whittle three to three down. And then you're just like, well, my my Pokemon can go Super Saiyan and sweep your team now. I'm like, that's fun. I don't like it. Why don't you go Super Saiyan back at him? I don't have take it right back at you. I can't do it. I don't have the thing. I think it's a post game thing. Oh, also, no. I think also I just hate it. It's just I don't like somebody was using Mewtwo, and I'm like, that's oh, fine oh. that you have a legendary. Like you, your your team's not all legendary, so that's fine. And then he just goes super Mewtwo, and I'm like, well, okay, and I lose, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that that's neat. Like I mean, come guess on, I'll die. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. that. Uh, I am nine hours in. I'm at Rock Tunnel. My team ranges from level 32 to 34. So it's it's Eevee, which is the version of the game I have. Pikachu, Kadabra, Graveler, uh, the Charmeleon, and Wartortle. So, do you need me to trade these those two to you back? <laughs> I'll eventually need your help for it because I also got a shiny Vulpix, and I wonder if you want it. Oh, I do. So we'll we'll talk and we'll we'll get something sorted out. But yeah, I'll eventually want those. Maybe when they hit like level forty ish. Yeah, you gotta learn those good moves. There's no there's no reason not to with Alakazam really though. Right. I mean, you gotta learn Psychic for sure. But like, well, he learned Psychic as Alakazam. 
Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I did that. At, like as soon as he evolved, I traded it and got it back, and I've learned everything still. Okay, because like Graveler learned Earthquake at thirty-one, and that's that's fucking crazy. Like, what? Where do you go from there? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's I think just explosion. Nuts. Maybe does oh, he learn explosion? He probably does, but I never ever use that stuff. So, that's, oh that's man, I was fighting a trainer, and I used Dig, and they used Explosion, and I was like, sweet. Yes, that's that's <laughs> that's how you do it. Well, that's uh, pretty much all we have to cover on this episode of Show Me Your News Ultimate. This uh, Before you outro, I think it, and I don't know if you're going to this way, but next week is our last show before the game comes out. Oh my gosh. That, Did you think about that? That's crazy, right? That, that is crazy to think about. When we record, it'll be less than one week until the game launches. So we'll have uh, some certain things to talk about, like the show's future and whatnot. That's uh, going to be... A good show. You don't want to miss that one. But thank you for tuning into this one. Uh, this is, you know, the the game leaked episode, which yeah. is it's kind of an important one in the uh, the pre hype history. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Please plug away. Where can people find you on the internet? What are you doing? Well, so now you can find me at NintendoWorldReport.com. I've been mostly doing some game reviews because you guys know there are a lot of games on Switch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty soon, I'll get a review of uh, Civ Six on Switch up. You can look for that. I'm going to do that video on Sakurai, the history of the developer. And uh, I'm still doing Smash to Pieces with Joe. Um, we just started uh, Link to the Past. And this is almost definitely going to be our last game before Ultimate launches. And I am trying to push him to finish the game in the next uh, week and a half so that uh, I'm going to visit him for uh, Ultimate's release so that we can record the Link to the Past episode live. Ah. So that would be real cool. Otherwise, not a whole lot going on with me. Uh, I've been keeping busy with Nintendo World Report and with uh, Smash to Pieces. If you want to see what I'm what I'm up to, you could go to Smash to Pieces on Twitter, twitter.com slash Smash to Pieces, uh, and also at anondino.squarespace.com, anon as in anonymous. And of course, ah. you can find all my NWR stuff at NintendoWorldReport.com. All right. Good stuff. Thanks so much. It was really good to have your perspective on this week, especially with just the press angle and all that. Really, really appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, you can find Super on Twitter at Soul Harath. Tony is on Twitter at TonyTH underscore GHH. You can find me on Twitter at Pete Speak Easy. For everyone with that, I am Yoko. We're out. We'll see you next time for the pre-release show. We (laughs) pre-gaming. Show me your news.